Welcome back to Dice to Pixels. We're here with episode 45. We're gonna crap on, well, sort of crap on Nintendo for a little bit. So if you wanna skip that, timestamps are below. Let's get into it. So, uh, Chad, <sighs> Nintendo. So, yeah, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has released today. Um, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We haven't played it at all. Yeah, well, um, I, I would go further than that. I, I don't think any of us have any intention of playing it. No, so, not unless someone else buys it for yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll like I'll give it a go because I've I've made it quite well known that I'm not a fan of Breath of the Wild. I think we've all made it quite well known that we're not big Garbage. fans of Breath of the Wild. Um, looking at the uh, the footage of this, the trailers, and uh, even some gameplay that we just watched, um, it's more of the same from the looks of it. It to me, it looks like it could have been DLC for Breath of the Wild as opposed to a completely brand new game. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's everything about it looks identical. Yeah. They've, they've added, like, a couple of mechanics, and otherwise, it's the same game. Yeah. Including so, soundtrack. Including soundtrack yeah. and assets. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, the I think the only way I'd play it is if uh, my buddy Jim, hi, Jim, <laughs> uh, if he lent it to me. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't have a good time with Breath of the Wild, uh, I felt a lot of the mechanics they introduced to the Zelda series made it something different. And I kind of feel it could have been like a completely different franchise. And actually, I want to I want to rewind just a little bit here just to just sort of set the stage in case anyone thinks like, oh, these guys just hate Zelda. No, I bought the Switch and Breath of the Wild specifically because it was the latest Zelda game. I wanted to love that game. It was unplayable garbage. <laughs> I, I played uh, maybe three or four hours of it and gave up because uh, it was slow. It was it was crap. Uh, the switch is underpowered for a game like that. And the, the weapon breaking mechanic just completely blew it. It seems to always be Nintendo's track record is they always like to underpower their systems when like compared to obviously competitors. Um, I think the GameCube was the last system that actually outpowered like another system because I believe I believe the Xbox at the time was the good one, then the GameCube and then the PS2. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's because the GameCube came out sort of mid-cycle. Yeah. Like it, it came out a couple of years after the Xbox, yeah. so it had the benefit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with that said, and seeing like the tons of perfect scores and... Yeah, yeah. For some reason, Game Informer giving it a 9.75 out of 10. So, I mean, okay, sure. But it's better uh, than the 10 out of 10 that everybody else was giving. So, it. yeah, with that said, um, we started having a discussion amongst ourselves and asked, does Nintendo get a free ride because they're Nintendo? Like, when they come out with one of their core franchises, is it instantly a 10 even if the game isn't good? Yes. It's Yeah, that's what it seems like because... <laughs> Honestly, like you said, it could be framed like the, the, these two Zelda games could be framed as a different franchise. They wouldn't get those scores if it was a different franchise. Hell no. I think they would like just because it's graphically kind of pretty and I don't know, people like that style of open world and the challenge with it. It'd probably get a decent score. Yeah, but at it that, would not be at that good. price point. It would get a lot of hate. Too. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Um, it is not a AAA game, no. in my opinion. It, like the last AAA Zelda that I played, and admittedly, I did not play 
Majora's Mask, and I only played Twilight Princess briefly. Uh, but the last one that I would say was like definitively a AAA was like Ocarina of Time, because at the time that game was unique. Like mm-hmm. nobody had really mm-hmm. come out for that, not with consoles at least. Um, there wasn't really much in the way of competition there, so it, it was groundbreaking. And and at that point, I think it's fair to say like, okay, this was like the perfect game for the yeah. system at the time. But on, <sighs> honestly, when I when I tried Breath of the Wild a few years ago, I was playing it and my thought process through the entire thing was like, this This feels like an indie game that's trying to be triple A and not doing it well. Yeah. yeah. Whereas it could be an, in, rather than being like an indie game that just leans into the fact that it's indie and it's like, yeah, we're indie, we're small, we're going to make a game that's appropriate and it's still enjoyable for that size and the budget that we have. And the price point. So, so yes. honestly, this is that's actually probably what pisses me off the most about Tears of the Kingdom. It, well, actually, no. What pisses me off the most is the perfect ratings because every single one of those journalists that gave it a perfect rating needs to rethink their career because uh, they shouldn't be journalists or reviewers. Um, but uh, the price point, they, that's not an $80 game. That's a $20 de- DLC, like yep. you said. Yeah. Yep. Like fuck you, yeah. eighty dollars for that yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> it was, and there were, I compare it to um, when Capcom remade the Resident Resident Evil Two, and they re-released that on uh, I believe last gen consoles, and it was a great remake. But then they did the same thing with Resident Evil Three, and the game time on that was very like you can roll through that in like maybe three to four hours, like the entire story mm-hmm. story mode of it, which. But they, it, there was a lot of issues with that where in Res 2, if you could like dismember enemies and blow up their heads and all that stuff. But in this in Res 3, you couldn't the remake. So why that wasn't just DLC for Res 2 is it's because they wanted money. That's, yeah. you know. And hey, I'm I'm all for companies charging for their work. The problem is that I don't other than level design and stuff, I don't see any real work that's gone into this game. No. They're literally reusing assets, yep. both video and Audio. audio they didn't do any fucking work well <laughs> well they did they did the world work. they did a whole new world which is great fine awesome like yeah. absolutely but like they didn't have to recreate everything all over again yeah it's 40 buck down dlc like it you yeah. did half the work of a game yeah. so why is it full price yeah and that's one of the things about the zelda series that i admired is that each entry had its own unique look. So like yeah. if you if you go like the original Legend of Zelda had that top down kind of isometric, you know, look. And then with Link, they did the side scrolling combat. Um Link to the Past had the upgraded graphics and again the traditional top down Zelda, but then out came uh, Ocarina of Time when they finally went 3D world. Yep. Uh, Majora's Mask, I consider Majora's Mask to be ocarina dlc if dlc was available at the time that yeah. that is dlc to me yeah um, i think that's somewhat fair yeah and wind waker wind waker had an insanely unique visual look that a lot of people were actually pissed off about but yeah. it was a good game it was a fun game mm-hmm. and then uh yeah twilight princess they finally went full-blown you know like the, that realistic looking link, the adult link that yeah. they would always show in uh, tech demos for like the GameCube or the Wii or whatever. And 
yeah. then, you know, you'd never get it. They finally gave you that. Um, but yeah, and like Breath of the Wild had its own unique look as well. So like this is a bit disappointing. Like I understand it was popular, a popular entry in the Zelda franchise for most people. Um, I, I can 100% disagree. Yeah, and I don't even believe that, to be honest. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Lots of people bought it. Lots of people played it and said they loved it. And I'm and I'm sure they did. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they were like, yay, it's the new Zelda. We get to play Zelda. But I think it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you, if that's your only option, it looks real good. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, if they had done a, a real game with some actual effort behind it, they didn't just rely on crutches of, like, your weapons breaking for difficulty people would have actually loved it like we talked briefly we talked about this the other day Mm -hmm. skyrim was a good game yes it still is (laughs) yeah people still play skyrim people still play vanilla skyrim maybe with some graphical tweaks but yeah um that was a good game that had good mechanics I, i mean elder scrolls pretty much all the elder scrolls games have been good but um breath of the wild was was not like honestly it wasn't it mm-hmm. had a few interesting gimmicks i think people really got hooked because i i experienced this a little bit when you like hang glide off of the starting island i was like oh this game's gonna yeah. be so it fucking looked, good it was cool yeah and then i realized that like that's a one-off you do that once and then the rest of the game that thing's like basically a, a cut rate grappling hook almost yeah. It's like, okay, well, thanks for getting my hopes up for a good game here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, all the enemies were basically identical. It was just yeah. wait for them to start their attack, dodge it, and then attack. And then your weapon breaks, and then yeah. hopefully you have a club that will yeah. do significantly right? less damage that will break halfway through exactly again yeah uh yeah three swings in your your club breaks uh but meanwhile your shoes and 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 armor and stuff never break those are perfectly fine Don't but your, your oh, weapons fuck, that's going in the next one though yeah probably <laughs> except you'll have to pay 99 cents to repair them oh jesus yeah. christ at least i think it might i could be wrong i read slash heard someplace that the cutscene type thing when you're cooking isn't there anymore or you can <laughs> turn it off well, that'd be good. I mean, I'm someone that doesn't mind that stuff terribly because I can sit there with my knitting and just like push the button to make sure. it do it and I'll do something else. But holy crap, the noises that went with it too yeah. were so annoying and Very. it was just so overly long for it. Yeah. So long for something you have to do so often. Yeah. So long. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So anyways, uh, basically Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm sure there's lots of people who are going to say, no, it's a completely different game. They added, you know weapon fusing it's like that's not a different game that's just no. like come on seriously that's um that's dead rising isn't it yeah yeah dead yeah. rising yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i think in the second one or something well, yeah and a but million yeah, other yeah, crafters yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. um yeah. yeah i it it looks they're reusing the assets yeah. it is it is so freaking similar to breath of the wild that it should not have been a standalone game and and the people who are giving it a 10 out of 10, not only does a 10 out of 10 rating mean that there are no issues with the game whatsoever. There is nothing to dislike about the game. Mm-hmm. It also means that there is nothing you could possibly think of to improve upon. Yeah. That's a 10 out of 10. And this game doesn't even fucking come close. Yeah. <laughs> and for the record, I, I'm not, I can't think of a game that does. No game 
should, I don't think. No, I mean, there are probably some, like, mid-eights out there, probably. Mm-hmm. Nine, maybe? maybe yeah. <laughs> See, it's weird because everybody's got... I mean, I know we all have our own uh, takes on what a perfect game is. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like, to me, a perfect game is like The Messenger. Look, no, no, no. For me. It, for, well, for, I, I feel like with when I can play that, I, I feel that I can start that game and it controls great. The music's amazing. The gameplay's really good. That, like, I consider that like a perfect game that makes for it a me. Good game. Well, I consider it a perfect game. No, you don't. Is I know it? you don't. No, I do. Because <laughs> you I play other it. games. Well, yeah, I play other games. If yeah. it was the perfect game, you would never play anything else. That would be the perfect game. But, well, okay, then I guess that means it never <laughs> ends. So basically. Well, actually, that was one of the things I was going to bring up is that yeah. any perfect game would require, by definition, that it has essentially an infinite progression system. Man, defining the perfect game would be like a live service. Oh, for sure. Oh like, my God. It, it doesn't yeah. exist, no. right? Like for starters, I hope it never does. <laughs> sure, sure. Like it doesn't exist for starters. But also like if you're playing a game at, at any point, you're like, oh, you know, like this quest is too long. It's not the perfect fucking game. Yeah. Nine, maybe 90%. Sure. Okay. But like 10 for, for all these journalists to be giving this, saying that this is literally the best game that will ever be produced in, in, in the modern era. Yeah. Is offensively stupid. <laughs> to, to counter your argument with the, uh, oh, this quest line is too long. Sure. That's, that's very subjective though. Uh, and, and it could be, yep. and it's subjective from gameplay to like game session to game session. Cause yep. sometimes you're just in the mood of like, yeah, I'm just going with the flow, whatever. Other times you're like, no, I need to finish and focus, focus, focus. Sure. So I think, so that, that gets very subjective. There, there is a difference, mind you, between uh, reviewing a game for everybody and, yes. and your personal, yes. like perfection okay. game. Like the closest game I've ever had to a perfect game was Tibia. Yeah, I played it for years as it was out of the box. No mods, no nothing. Yeah, uh, the introduction to playing was great. The mechanics were great. The infinite infinite progression was there. Quest lines were deep. The world had lots of story. So close to the perfect game, there were like a hundred things that I didn't like about it. <laughs> there, like there's that you, there's just so many other things that it could have had that it didn't, uh, and. That's why, like, even at that, even the best game I've ever played, there's probably a nine. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really good. Mm-hmm. I still go back and play it sometimes. I've I've gone to the effort of making my own private server to play it. <laughs> yeah. But it's still not anywhere fucking close to a perfect game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when I see people giving Zelda a perfect game score, it's like, no, f- fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think as an individual giving it a 10 out of 10 saying it's the perfect game in your opinion. Sure. Go right ahead. But when you are someone that is influencing and like marketing it, saying that it's kind of weird to say that at the very least. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, and and even, even as an individual, I think it's important not to hyperbolize too, too much when you're talking about games where it's like, it's the perfect game. It's like, so you don't play anything else then? Well, no, I play a lot. Of, okay, then is yeah. it? Is it? Yeah. Like if you play nothing but it all of 2023, okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty close to your perfect game. Yeah. 
Uh, but if you're like, we, we talked about this very briefly the other day. It's like the perfect game would have to have like elements of every other game. Like, yeah. and, and the point is this doesn't exist. And even mm-hmm. if you narrow it to like, it's the perfect RPG, it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not. No, no, no. <laughs> it's well, just I, not. And, uh, it's, it's funny too, because, uh, I I mentioned briefly a while back the uh, Nintendo just released the uh, Metroid Prime remaster. Yeah, which Metroid Prime is probably I I love that game. Yeah, I, I loved it when it came out in the GameCube. I loved the remaster, yeah. and I had one glaring issue with it. Yep, that wasn't a deal breaker, but I I like that more than the recent release, like their than Metroid Dread. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was like a brand new game, you know. And this remaster came out. I, felt that was better than yeah. than dread was because yeah. dread i played it once and i was just like okay yeah i, I i'm good i yeah. i got 100 percent everything i'm good whereas metroid prime i'll go back and i'll replay it again because it was fun i loved playing it i loved it going through the world even though i have everything up in my brain now and i can just fly through it i still really enjoy playing it yeah, yeah. so yeah. well and the, the number of times that you've replayed um mega man and all of those old oh, games yeah. too like those yeah. obviously are for you like close to perfect games too if not well like they're they're fun yeah they're rated high for you yeah 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 like i I think it's so there's a few things to to sort of consider like first of all graphics is is nebulous because graphics will always improve over time and like uh the the size of the world and everything like gta 3 has a smaller map than gta 5 Duh. duh Yeah. So it like does? Things, <laughs> so like things like that is like you don't obviously factor those into rating in a game. It's like mm-hmm. based on the current technology, right? So yeah. so something that's 10 years old, uh if you if you still want to go back and play a 10-year-old game, that that's a good sign that it's high on your list. Yeah. Um and and so, you know, that's a that's a great place to start is like does this have staying power? Does it have replayability? Yeah. And I got to say Zelda, even even Ocarina of Time, which in my opinion was the best Zelda, its replayability was pretty fucking low. Yeah. I I mean, once you beat it, like I wouldn't start a new save. Mm-hmm. I might continue dicking around in my current save, but I I wouldn't restart. No. See, that's one of those things where it, I would, to me, finishing uh, like a Zelda game is like getting all the heart containers, getting all of the oh, yeah. upgrades, everything. And That's then what like I mean. Being, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, yeah, if there was pieces that, if I got to the end and like, shit, I'm missing like three heart container pieces and something else, then well, all right, let's go dick around and try to find it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I wouldn't yeah. restart my no, save. No, 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 no. Yeah. Whereas there's lots of games where I do restart and, and play a new save because I'm like, you know what? I want to try things a little bit. And actually this is one of the reasons why Zelda is not that good as a franchise is, there's no, it's all just super linear. Yeah. Like even though you can like go to different places at different times, it's like there's no classing, there's no skilling, exactly. there's no, yeah. there's none of that. Like it's there's no benefit to restarting and, yeah. and trying something yeah. new. Yeah, like with something like Skyrim or even World of Warcraft, or I think you said even with Tibia. Final Tibia Fan- was big for that. Yeah, yeah Final Fantasy fourteen, like yeah. anything like that, you can you can dip in and out of that and uh, try different things, play different ways, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it bugs the shit out of me when when games get wildly like I, I'll I'll say right now, I don't think any Zelda game ever, in my opinion, has been over a seven. 
they're yeah. they're cool they're fun for within the net nintendo ecosystem they've been some of the best games mm -hmm. but i also consider with a few exceptions for like super fun games like the first mario party was like an absolute gem yeah i might give it higher but like most nintendo games don't realistically peak about an a seven or an eight because it's cut rate system yeah oh yeah every nintendo system in the last well, i don't know what 15 years has been a cut rate system it's been cheap mm -hmm. and that's fine yeah but it also means that you're not getting the best that you can yeah and yeah, graphically yeah yeah graphically world size yeah. you know i we we saw it when we were watching the live stream of uh tears of the kingdom and it's mm -hmm. the same thing that they did with um breath of the wild because it's the same engine uh when you hit something that it it freezes yeah. and i know that's a stylistic choice but i'm willing to bet it's a stylistic choice to mask the fact that it doesn't have the the power to do the effects mm -hmm. so it has to like give it a chance, chance to catch yeah. up well <laughs> considering one of the selling features for the switch when it first came out was the fact that you could play skyrim and and witcher 3 on it like how old are those games yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't even know if they run very well on it oh, yeah which is i even have no worse. idea because there's been a few times where I've gotten uh, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Yeah. I When that first came out, uh, it was it's a game that was kickstarted and made by the guy that produced uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So he kickstarted this new... Basically, it's a spiritual successor to Symphony of the Night. Yeah. And I got it on PS5, and it... Beauty. Just yeah. fucking amazing. It's the same on the Series X. It runs great. So it was on sale on the Switch. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll grab it. And it runs like shit yeah just yeah. absolute freaking garbage and it's not it doesn't seem like it's that super demanding of a game either no so so that's actually something that's interesting because it used to be back in the early nintendo days uh and this is kind of true for most consoles like back in the game boy days nes games, there weren't really games that didn't run well mm -hmm. because you just made sure it ran well. Uh, these days, you get all kinds of things that just don't really perform very well. I remember back uh, the NES. You, you, whenever you get slow down, it's because there was too much going on on the screen. So yeah, like there, there were there were a few like bullet hell games. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I remember uh, Mega Man Three. There's yeah. one area in Top Man stage where um, there's these big like tower enemies that are kind of trucking along on the bottom. And there's a ledge where there's like a, an energy tank. But when you jump up there, another one appears. And the second that one appears, everything just goes like. Yeah. And slows down because there's just too much happening. Right. So yeah. you know, the technical limitations at the time. Yeah. So but yeah, I think we I think we're all I'm obviously the most angry about this whole. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually pisses me off because it means that I can't trust any of those journalists to give me a review. Not that I trusted them before. They've done this shit for yeah. years, mm -hmm. but. Uh, when somebody gives a Zelda game like uh, Tears of the Kingdom a 10 out of 10, it's like, well, great. I, I literally can't trust a goddamn thing you say mm -hmm. for the rest of your existence yeah. mm -hmm. because that's not a perfect game. That's not even in the neighborhood of a perfect game. Yeah. Yeah. It's And uh, and I, I feel like other games have done it better, honestly. They absolutely yeah. have. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, we, were, we were talking about, too, um, Zelda-like games. Uh, and I brought up uh, the original Darksiders, mm -hmm. which it, it was basically Zelda. It's yeah. a Zelda game to and through uh, where you you go, you get you go do dungeons. You find a specific weapon in that dungeon that helps you fight the boss and unlocks and allows you to move further on in the game and whatever. And it was a more mature rated 
uh, Joe, Joe Mad, he helped create the game, uh, did a lot of the visual art for it, and it was fun. It had a good story to it, and it was a fun game, and it had, it had like, multiple combat issues. You could use, like, your sword. You could use a scythe. Yeah. You could use, like, gauntlets to beat the shit out of things. Yeah, no, well, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the number of different weapons and armors in Zelda games has always been super minimal. The, yeah. the crafting where it exists has been incredibly minimal. It's... And like there are people who are going to argue that uh, massively restricting the number of things in a game makes it better. Not in a fucking open world game, it doesn't. Hmm. Like those two are antithetical to each other. They they don't. You can't have an open world game that is truly good that has like a dozen weapons. Doesn't yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. Can't exist. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. But I'm actually curious. Um, I want you to tell me more about Messenger. Because although I don't believe it's a perfect game, even for you, I am very curious that you think it's the best game. Like, would you say it's the best game you've ever played? Uh, it's up there. Yeah. I'd put it in. Because I haven't uh, played it. And I'm actually curious. It's So it's by Sabotage Studios. They're a development group that based here in uh, Canada, in Montreal. Yeah. Um, and it came out in, I think, 2017 or 2018. Um, it initially looking at it, my first r thought was this kind of looks like Ninja Gaiden. Okay. Just mm -hmm. gameplay wise. Right. Um, and then I watched, uh, I watched a live streamer play through it and just the music, the way the gameplay looked, the, it had this effect where it starts as, and it looks like an eight, an eight bit game. But then at one point to show that you've gone to the future, it upscales to like a 16-bit. <laughs> but then you, it, it happens seamlessly. Like there's these little portals that you walk through and it'll go from like an 8-bit to 16-bit like instantly and the music will change, the everything to upscale or downscale it. That's pretty um, fun. Yeah, I, I see that. I'm actually watching yeah, some of yeah. the stuff right now. So I ended up buying it. Uh, I can't remember on what. Everything at this Every, point. Yeah, I, I, I literally, I <laughs> have literally, literally bought it. He literally has it on everything. <laughs> I bought it. I think I bought it on uh, PS4 first. Yep. Then I bought it on the Switch just to have it on the go. Yeah. Um, I bought it on uh, Steam. Steam. And then when the Series X, I bought it on the Series X just to play through it again. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. So uh, Does it run well on the Steam Deck? Yeah. yeah. Great. It runs yeah, you said amazing on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, and it's just fun. Like, so the, the writing in it's witty. Like there's. It, oh, it, it looks great. Yeah, I'm it, watching, I'm it, watching this video of it right now. It, it looks great. It tells a, it's, it, it's, it's a really cool story that it tells, but the, some of the best interactions are when you go to the shopkeeper and, uh, you ask him to just tell me a story. And some of the stuff that he tells you is like really, really cool. And just little facts. I'm not gonna, I can't really think of them off the top of my yeah, head, but there's, it's funny. Like there's the writing is really, really witty and funny. Um, the gameplay is great. The boss encounters are really, really memorable. They're very fun. There's one where uh, you fight uh, a, a, a group of brothers at the top of a volcano. Okay. And the one guy does nothing but upper body workouts, and he's like super huge from the waist <laughs> up, while the other one does nothing but leg works out. So his legs are like amazing, mm -hmm. but he's got like a big boiler because he's a bigger fella. Love it. And they're waiting for this stew to, to, to broil so they could like carry on with their day. And you have to get to this uh, this like icy mountain peak, but they're in your way. So they're testing you as the messenger. So you fight the both of them at the same time, but it's 
it's more like they're tagging in and out. So as you yeah. do enough damage to one, the other one will come in. And yeah, yeah, I feel like there was a classic. Uh, I almost feel like there was a Ninja Turtles fight like that. But anyways, continue. Yeah, there was. I yeah. I just can't think of the way. Yeah. No, so um, but yeah, it's 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 really fun. It was really really cool. I loved it. Um, it's one of those games where uh, I remember I recommended it to my buddy Jim, and I told him like, dude, you have to play this game. Like this will bring back all the feels that we had when we were like young growing up playing NES Super NES games. It is yeah. amazing. It is like in my top five and he yeah. bought it and he loved it. Yeah, no, I mean it, I'm, I'm looking at it now and it definitely looks like something I would, I would thoroughly enjoy. Too. Oh, it's, it's so I, fun. I think I'm going to grab it for the steam deck. Cause yeah. I've actually been looking for some new stuff to play yeah. on the steam deck. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is really, really fun. I cannot recommend it enough to people. If you haven't played it, I do yourself a favor and go give it a go. It's super, super fun. Uh, the, the each each level like just the music alone. Yeah, I'll I'll literally be just humming. I brought up before like Mega Man music. How like every so often be like the messengers the same. Excuse me, the messengers the same thing. Like the music is so good. Like when you're going through levels and it's like. Oh, now we're gonna get struck. Yeah, probably. But no, it's it's really good and. It looks really good. Yeah. And but so they're the next game they're working on is called Sea of Stars. Okay. And it takes place in the same universe, but the messenger is like basically the end of the world for this universe. Oh, and yeah. Sea of Stars is takes place beforehand. Okay. And there's actually uh there's a level in the messenger um that kind of from what I've seen early of Sea of Stars, and there's a demo for Sea of Stars as well on the Nintendo Switch that you can play. Uh they have you can pick between two heroes, either one that follows the sun god or one that follows the lunar god. Mm -hmm. And you actually explore that temple in the messenger to find uh, a story item. So it's 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 great. Like, yeah, messenger is easily in my top five. Yeah, I'm going to grab it. It looks super good. Uh, I mean, I could definitely believe that uh, it's one of the better ones in the genre. Uh, I, I agree that the. the Switching between time zones looks like it's a pretty cool mechanic. They've got some examples of that. And it that changes, looks pretty fun. It changes levels. Like so yeah. if, if you're if you're in one area and there's a wall, when you go through and you either go forward or backwards, the wall will like disappear and you can like go and explore a different part. Whereas if in the 8-bit area you would like come up and then go up and this, this yeah. in the 16-bit you'd come over, but then you're going down and you know Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's really, no, really it, cool. It man. does look super cool. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna play it. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, this this looks right up my alley. I'm I want to I'm always curious when people tell me it's led something's like their favorite game because I'm like, oh, OK, well, now yeah. I need to check it out. <laughs> I want to stream it. I, I've been wanting to stream it for so long. Just do a playthrough of it and maybe do some stupid voices to like the dialogue and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just God, I love it so much, man. It, it does look pretty <laughs> fun. Yeah. Uh, I was just uh, looking at the, so you should speed run it because then it won't take very long. Uh, apparently the eight bits uh, speed run record is 29 minutes and 45 seconds. I think I can do that. Well, probably not quite that. Well, there was the eight bit <laughs> section. Yeah. So this is, so this I, is the thing uh, with the messenger. The only, reason, the only reason I say probably not quite that is because that's the, that's the number one in the world okay. right now. <laughs> but this is the thing with the messenger. When you first start playing it, it's basically feels like level structured so like yeah. you, you go through each area and it feels like a different level different level different level when you get to the middle of the game and you fight what you think is the end boss and they finally do that first transition to the 16 bit then it like opens up yeah so you can just go wherever the hell you want to explore and find all these story items 
which some people kind of shit on, but I I thought it was great. I thought it it just added so much freaking fun and playability to it. Mm -hmm. and, and again, I can go back and I'll probably end up fucking playing it this weekend now. Yeah. Now well, this, this is a it. good example of a game that has replay value. Um, that doesn't require, um, it doesn't require like classing or or skilling up or anything necessarily. It's just like, yeah, I, I'll replay that because that part of the level was fun, right? Like, it's got like the boss fights all have they have patterns that you can learn. Sure. So sure, sure. that's that was like one of the big things is. Uh, you get to some bosses and you're like, fuck, it's like, okay, when, yep. when it does this, it's going to do this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which really brought back a lot of old school kind of thinking with, you know, uh, gaming in general for me. Yeah. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 No, I'll definitely check it out. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, a, a game like this is actually a good example of, of replayability doesn't require, uh, like, super different choices along the way it can mm -hmm. just be because the game is fun mm -hmm. and while i don't doubt that there are people that have replayed zelda games many times um i have <laughs> well but which ones uh all of them except for breath of the wild what are we talking about many times here have you well, really played like oh yeah i've oh, i've wow. played so i played uh link to the past several times okay link up. to the past is a new um, yeah, yeah i've played that multiple right times. <laughs> uh, the original zelda i played multiple times yeah it's also fantastic um, link i i didn't really i think i played link twice because i didn't i wasn't a fan of the the 2d side scrolling combat of uh, the Avengers i actually kind of liked it yeah i didn't yeah i didn't um ocarina i played a few times i played it uh, twice wind waker i played quite a fair bit because i really i the combat in that was just um, like it was so tight it was really really good i never played it yeah it was see wind waker is one of the zelda games that i think got the most shit before uh a lot of the before like the breath of the wild change because of the artistic choice but also because you're basically uh the whole world is like water more or less yeah and you're you're in a boat a lot of the time which i actually thought was kind of cool like it's you're still exploring you're opening up the map um that phantom finding... hourglass is like that too where there are a lot of it's Same. in the boat yeah 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 like sunken treasures and all that stuff and worth noting mm -hmm. critics loved it they gave it a 96 out of 100 oh good so it was only people that didn't like it. yeah although given that they gave tears of the kingdom 100 you know, so... <laughs> people are weird yeah also critics are weird actually but, uh... i'm curious i didn't look this up before we started recording but i'm actually um but then also twilight princess which is probably one of my favorite Zelda games. I I played multiple times on the GameCube version. And then when the Wii version came out, they did this little trick where they mirrored the world. So if you played it on the GameCube version, everything went from left to right. But if you went on the on the Wii version, they basically flipped it so that it would be uh right to left. Mm -hmm. It was really it was really uh different. But yeah, yeah I I I played them multiple times. Yeah. Just yeah. because I enjoyed it. Um, I was just looking at the uh, Zelda scores on Metacritic in general. And actually, so it's interesting. So um, Skyward Sword, which I didn't even remember existing. That came honest. out after Twilight Princess for the yeah. Wii U. And yeah, it I, was one of the... Um, it was one of... They just did it's a the remaster. Lowest, it's the lowest rating one, rated yeah. one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they just did it well because they basically made you do like motion combat, which kind of sucks in a Zelda game. To right. have to do like the motion stuff. It sucked yeah. in Twilight Princess, but you get used to it. Yeah. Um, they just did a remaster of that one where they added like uh you could use like a controller. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it's one of the shittier Zelda games. Yeah. Um I'm uh I'm interested so uh so the the scores that I've got pulled up here are um so Breath of the Wild Metacrit meta score was 97, user score was 87. Mm-hmm. The Skyward Sword was 81 critic, 72 user. So we're like critics are like 10 points above right now. Yeah. Link's Awakening, they gave it an 87, but users gave it an 84. That's the remake. That's the remake. Yes. yes. That's the remake of I the... like the remake. Granted, that was the first time I ever played that yeah, one too. I like that one. I like Wolf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like their their graphical choice in, in the Link's Awakening remake. Sure. Everything looked like uh they look like little play school kind of toys. Yeah, well, and they didn't they didn't screw up the game, is the, yeah, the, the game it yeah. felt like a Zelda. Yeah, game. it was fun. Yep. Um and then so Orcarina of Time got a meta score of ninety nine, which not really, but but User score there was 91. So it's actually the most uh, highly rated of the user scores, uh, which doesn't surprise me really at all, because in my opinion, it was pretty easily the best of the Zeldas. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, though, Elder Scrolls, uh, Skyrim got an 84 meta score and an 83 user score. And Morrowind got an 89 meta score and an 88 user score, which means that, yes. Critics are inflating Zelda scores by about 10 points because they're <laughs> being bribed by like Nintendo. That? I'm not, it, that is not a fact. I'm not no. saying that. I think there's a possibility. <laughs> what about, um, what about Mario? Mario? Games? Oh, know, Mario I, will be I know, nonsense. Uh, I know yeah. Odyssey had a 97, uh, Metacritic. Yeah. Yeah. 97 Super Mario Galaxy. But what was the user? Uh, the user was doing this live uh 8.9 yeah so again 10 point yeah. almost 10 point inflation yeah um super i'm not surprised yeah. i'm not either <laughs> super mario galaxy uh had a 97 meta uh the user was a 9.1 yeah which is still a pretty big difference but not as big mm-hmm. it's a little um lower. super mario 64 uh Roughly the same, ninety four. Yeah, that's nine point one. And see, you see that the the ones that were truly good, the scores aren't that different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. what's really happening, I I I was joking when I said bribes were being because Nintendo doesn't need to bribe anyone. Um, the reality is that they're they're basically intimidating them because I know if you're uh, critical of Nintendo games, uh, they. They basically blacklist you. Yeah, we sure shit ain't gonna be getting any. No, <laughs> no, and I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't um, either. So, yeah. so I think that's part of it. Is like the the companies that are dicks who will like blacklist you if you're mean about their games. Uh, critics inflate the score so that they keep getting so that they keep yeah. getting favored. And, and like it's very notable. Like like I said, like the Elder Scrolls, uh, almost identical between Metacritic uh, scores and uh, the uh, the user score, like within mm-hmm. a point. Yep. On on multiple across multiple games, but Nintendo games <laughs> wildly different. Yeah, <laughs> Not so both their prices and their scores are inflated. <laughs> are inflated, yeah. And it's yeah. funny because uh, I've heard of Sony doing that as well. To yeah, uh, uh, so um, there's one uh, channel that I follow that uh, they they've been. I'm not going to say who, but they've been very critical of uh, Sony first party games and how they all seem to be like basically structured the same, like open world stealth crafting, blah, 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 blah. And they've shit on quite a few of them. And they've flat out said in one of their videos that Sony won't give them early review copies because they don't want that kind of coverage. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and and so I mean, well, we talked about this too. It's actually interesting to me because, like, at some point, we will actually do proper reviews of games. Yep. Um, hopefully, if the channel grows, mm -hmm. uh, if people can tolerate me hating on Nintendo aggressively. <laughs> um, but uh, if uh, if we do that, like we talked about this a little bit, and I think we're all of the same opinion. Like, it doesn't matter if you get pre-release copies because if you're if you're buying a game day one, like if you're if you're pre-ordering it or buying it at release, reviews are not going to change your mind. No. If you're going into a game being like, oh, I'm buying this game day one, I just like I think most people watch reviews to like get their fix before they get the game. That's like cool, but that's not that's not useful. So I don't really care if we piss off studios and like even if we have a million subs and we're pissing off studio, I don't care. I'll buy it. We'll buy it retail yeah. uh, and, and we'll release the review a day or two after it comes out, because that's when like most people who are buying games based on reviews, mm -hmm. they're not buying it for the first week. Nope. They're buying it. They're they're waiting to see if people have massive issues there. And more and more people are doing that now with all of the. The games that have like run like crap on certain systems, they're like, I'm gonna give it a week and see. I've Chad's been, <laughs> had to learn that the hard way. I've yep. been burned quite a few times with uh, some releases. I can't, I I can't remember what. Well, did you get Biomutant? Oh, Bio, yeah, Biomutant pissed me off. Did you get hit with Cyberpunk or no? no. I didn't. I didn't because I remember, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, we obviously like our PC wouldn't wasn't able to run it. Right. Um. So I didn't. I, I waited, and then when the next gen version came out, finally released on uh, PS5. Right. I bought it then, but it it was only like twenty nine bucks. Um, but I wasn't. I didn't really like it. I wasn't. I wasn't very big into Cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, I never played it. Uh, well, mm. that's not true. I played it briefly, but I never mm. bought it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I I'm sure it was good. I'm sure I would have enjoyed it, but oh yeah. It's hard for me to get into open worlders uh, that aren't like an Elder Scrolls or a GTA because I'm like, I know, like, I know I'm going to enjoy GTA 6. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know Same. I'm going to enjoy the next major Elder Scrolls. Yep. Because they haven't gone wrong since I started playing them. They've all been good. They'll, they'll be buggy as fuck at launch. Sure. <laughs> sure. But like, I know I will like those games. So if I'm going to set aside $80 to buy or $100 to buy an open world game when it's new, it's going to be one of those simply because even if there might be one that conceivably is better, I, I know I'm not going to be disappointed with a GTA 5. I know it's going to be at least... An eight out of ten. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because well, it has to be. It yeah. always has been. They haven't yeah. fucked up yet, and no. I don't think they're gonna start. No. Uh, even with Diablo Four, I mean, we've been yeah. we've been pretty critical with like some of the betas that we played and just yep. our thoughts on it. Um, but we, I, I, I know you pre-ordered it. Mm -hmm. uh, we pre-ordered it. Yep. And I mean, it's Diablo. It's gonna be fun to play with a group of friends. Well, Diablo is actually a good analogy to the Zelda stuff because I actually feel similar about Diablo 4 as I do about stuff like Zelda, like uh, except that Zelda I'm not actually willing to to buy. Mm -hmm. um, I know Diablo 4 is not going to be that good a game. As much as all the rabid fans are like, it's going to be the best game ever. It's like, no, it's not. I I've played it. It's 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 fine. It's 
it's better than Diablo 3 in some ways and and worse in a bunch of others and and that's fine because at the end of the day Diablo was never a great well it was a fun game but it was never a great game it it's it's a spammy click fest that's actually kind of a terrible game but somehow is just disgustingly addictive uh and and fantastic couch multi, uh couch co-op so I know Diablo 4 is going to be that. I don't think it's going to be a great game, but I didn't need it to be a great game. Mm, <laughs> I yep. needed it to be a Diablo 3 successor. Yep. And and on that note, it got it. Yep. Uh, and, and I think the same is true for Zelda. Like, I don't expect them to come out with another Ocarina of Time because when that came out, just the idea of an open world 3D game was still... I, I don't know. I don't think it was the first, but it was one of the first that people knew about. Mm-hmm. so they of course it was a home run um now it's like well you got to compete with some heavy fucking hitters i fully expect and i'm surprised it hasn't been done yet and i mentioned this briefly oh yeah <laughs> i fully expect nintendo to announce an ocarina of time remake slash remaster here's 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 the thing they basically did a breath of the wild remake with tears of the kingdom like it's it's almost the same game why didn't they just take that time to remake ocarina of time yeah you you could have used the same system use the same engine use the same assets i don't care just just remake ocarina of time instead of tears of the kingdom i'm i'm i almost i can they would have sold just as many fucking copies yeah i don't know i just probably more like even like super mario 64 i know like the graphical style has their has its like appeal and stuff but i just i'm honestly surprised that in this world of remakes and remasters and how i mean fucking if resident evil 4 which still looked great back on the gamecube got a fucking remake Mm -hmm. i mean well the question is when was it released it was released 1998 they might be waiting for the 20 year they might do it in the 20 years or 30 year oh my god <laughs> i was like wait what <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i mean like i mean they might it, do 25 year but that's what i that would, would do. be this like year. i would i would 100 do that why didn't they do it this year then oh my god <laughs> because apparently either they thought about it too late or they're just dumb but they are just well dumb. i mean they like if metroid prime got a remaster right and that was Probably for the 3D Metroid Primes, that's probably like the best one is Metroid Prime. So the just just how much renown and people people have for like Ocarina of Time to take that game and give it a graphical upgrade while not fucking with the overall gameplay of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like improve upon it. Sure. Like make certain things better. Use your motion controls for like the targeting of your fucking bow and arrow or some shit yeah, like that or whatever. Maybe. Just. No, Maybe. but like you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's there. Like it would people will buy it. They should have just and in fairness, it was released in November twenty first, nineteen ninety eight. So they still have time to do a twenty five year. But uh Maybe they're gonna announce on, it this summer at the summer yeah. game. Honestly, <laughs> I, I think if they had announced that, people would have shit on them so hard. Cause it would have been like, Where's Breath of the Wild too? Oh, don't don't announce it. Just, just do it. Do it. True. Yeah, That's which what they did that what they did with the Metroid Prime remaster. Yeah. They yeah. they announced it and it released the same fucking day. Yeah, no, the the lesson that I've seen from uh remakes in general, don't announce them because people will a get their hopes up for something that it isn't and b they'll shit on it just for the sake of shitting on it. Mm-hmm. Just release it. 
something yeah. like Ocarina of Time, a remake of that, it doesn't need a lead up. It doesn't need a hype cycle. It will have its own hype cycle. Yeah. Just release it. The Which fact that maybe yeah. they will. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just built it in the just use the same engine. It's fine. The engine works perfectly well. I wouldn't mind if they had if they had reused assets for that. I would have been like, cool, no problem. Reusing them for Tears of the Kingdom just seems cheap to me. Well, mm -hmm. they still have a few months, like you said. Hopefully they will. Although at that point, they'd have to, because having three games that all look identical would be a little, mm. not that they won't do it, just that. Everyone does that. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. I, everything modern. Yeah. Everything mm. looks all the yeah, fucking there, same. There's some of that. Yeah. I don't know. Go, I think Ghost of Tsushima had a nice little unique look to it. Yeah, yeah but there was also uh, not sequels to that. But one. how many no. things look almost the same as RimWorld? Like, yeah. yeah. And how many things does RimWorld look almost the same as? God, that's mm. such a bad mm. name for a game. It would. That is a weird name for the game. Yeah. I mean, I I get the idea behind it, but it it's it's toilets are assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Rim Job World. So shifting gears. Okay. Uh, what have we all been playing? Yeah. Well, first, um, happy birthday that, to Sarah. Yeah, happy birthday, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah's birthday was on the day of filming, which was yesterday. I was gonna say I actually I meant to uh, I meant to start with that because I specifically didn't say happy birthday when you walked in because I was gonna <laughs> say it, but then I got angry at Nintendo. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, thank y'all. Yeah, drop um, a drop a happy B day in the yeah, comments. Yeah. So uh, what have we been playing? this week other than uh everspace 2 very poorly on wednesday well actually i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna mention that everspace 2 um because we talked about it very briefly on the wednesday the live stream yeah mm. which by the way we're live streaming wednesdays on twitch if you are interested 7 30 eastern on twitch we've been live streaming uh just stuff i think next week we might do some retro gaming we'll see yep. uh everspace 2 i played a little bit and uh it's pretty disappointing the boss. Yeah. I thought the boss fight was going to be fun, and then when we got to a boss fight, it, it was over in like twenty seconds. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. dull. Really, yeah, so. you barely took any damage from it, and you were already pretty damaged. I mm. was, yeah, like it should have killed me by all rights, and yeah. uh, no, nope. yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, disappointing. Um, I started playing Soccer Story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Sarah, Sarah got me from our uh, Game Pass roulette the week before. Uh, Sarah was playing it, so I, I, I love that that retro graphical style there's just something about it that just kind of hits the heart you know for me so i've been playing that that's been pretty fun um i'm still working on octopath traveler 2 on the steam deck mm -hmm. uh which again i the first one i really enjoyed uh good old jrpg um and then there's a bunch of other i i just played uh raven lock uh, which released on Game Pass last week. It's by a Canadian developer, uh, Coco Cucumber, based in Toronto. Um, I played through that. Um, it's It was a pretty fun game, but really easy. Uh, because your attack speed, the second you start hitting an enemy, it's that's it. You they're just, just like always stun locked? Yeah, you, you just keep on going until they're dead. The boss fights were okay. I mean, they were... they. You know, the you had to kind of strategize, but the camera system sucks. Mm. It doesn't have a full 3D camera. You can only you can only turn it a little this way or a little that way. It can so if you get if the enemy gets behind you, the boss gets behind you, you can't kind of turn the camera so that you're facing it again. You have to wait for it to come around again and then get reoriented on the camera. It's right. it's very annoying. Yeah, but that's dumb. 
it was a fun game. I beat it in a day. If you have Game Pass, I give it a check out. It's pretty cool. I, I didn't mind it. So yep. fair enough. Yeah. What are you, Sarah? I've been creating a character on uh, Ignite Roleplay. Oh, right. Yes. yes. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that on stream. Yes. We mentioned on, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was approved and um, whitelisted to play on Ignite Roleplaying um, for GTA V. So if anyone watches that at all, I will eventually be streaming once we finish the last finishing touches on our streaming setup at it's home. It's 1985. It's 1985. Yeah, I'm going to watch it because uh, I actually have been meaning to watch some GTRP anyways because yeah. you guys are super into it. Now, so I figured this will be a perfect introduction. Yep. There's been a lot of NoPixel streamers that have gone to, well, NoPixels has had some issues, yeah. uh, big issues right now. And a lot of the a lot of the big streamers that were on that have been going to Ignite, and it's basically uh, a 1985 version of GTA V. Yeah. Um, and it's it's been really cool to watch. Like they've all created new characters. Some of them have been really really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy fun. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah, Sarah. I, I think it's been really good for a lot of the streamers too because they kind of been playing the same characters and and no pixel for for so long that they've just kind of settled into it. And there mm-hmm. was the role play wasn't as exciting for them anymore so they've done a lot of crazy stuff but yeah Yeah. i'll be playing a 65 year old woman named eunice um croft croft thank you Mm. yes yeah and we're gonna we're gonna at some point we're gonna see if my uh my 2080 wolf will go in your machine oh okay yeah because uh because you guys are still limping with something older than that. Yeah. So I think it's like a 1070. Something yeah. like that, yeah. We're, we're going to see if we can give you a little graphics boost, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, that's super exciting. Uh, that'll be really fun. Uh, we'll obviously keep things up to date on the Discord when that's happening and everything. Um, and you should definitely check it out. Still haven't quite... I, I think you're going to be streaming on your channel, and then we'll probably we host, host it, it yeah. I think, is probably yeah. what will happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll keep you posted on Discord what's happening with that. And uh yeah, I mean we're we're at time here. Yep. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about real quick? Um oh, uh new website I'm working on um yes. may or nice. may not still be live at beta.dicetopixels.com for anyone who wants to take an early look. Uh if you've made it this far in the podcast, you probably will actually care enough to look yep. uh, and uh yeah we're gonna hopefully hopefully the website's gonna start being a little bit more serious endeavor in the near future yep. so yeah we'll keep you posted on that yep. as well and uh give us a like comment down there what you think your favorite zelda game is what if you've played tears of the kingdom tell us what you think of it um as usual tell me how much of an asshole i am yeah yeah absolutely yep. we welcome every, all those kind of comments mm-hmm. um yeah just have fun. Enjoy your gaming week. We're going to go friends. have some uh, birthday birthday dinners and birthday cakes for birthday Sarah here. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs> As opposed to not birthday Sarah. <laughs> not birthday Sarah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Have a good week, folks.